So now we're doing a dual broadcast. Um, thank you for my listeners on anchor.fm slash angelic journeys and for everyone else on the other platforms of Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, I think I covered it all. Thank you for coming into part two. I'm going to jump right in it, but I'm going to acknowledge the angels that I asked to come and oversee these two special broadcasts, angels of protection, of healing, and of wisdom, and acknowledging them through this angel heart vibration. So I'm grateful and excited to be able to bring this information to you, especially to those who are um, who have been um, expanding in their spiritual walk, their spiritual journey, uh, understanding and recognizing that you have support, and it's a beautiful thing to understand. Let me go to my little notepad here, and I'm going to talk first about. The angelic orb chart, the celestial hierarchy. Um, now, I am an angelologist. I study about angels and have been for many years. And what I do is teach and I share. And I also practice. In other words, you know, I, I receive guidance. My gift is clairvoyance and clairaudience. And in my journey, I listen to Holy Spirit and I stay open to the divine assistance assigned to my life. For each of us, there literally are three or four guardian angels that have been assigned to you at the time of birth. And um, I would say in the last year, well, actually, only in this, this last few months was I introduced to an awareness of the community of angels that do support us on a daily basis. Uh, I've been made aware of the angelic hierarchy. There's different hierarchical charts out there depending on the religion and, and uh, spiritual teachings. But please know that awareness and working with the angels, which are angels means messengers of God, that angels are not a, a denominational or religious uh, teaching or of awareness. Angels have shown up from the beginning of time and been written about and have shown themselves um, in the sacred text of the Bible. I did do for those that follow that teaching. Uh, and live by that one particular teaching. Um, the beauty of God is that God has made itself known to us in all of our cultures, spiritual upbringings, and angels are an eminence and an essence of the Creator. Nothing separate. The celestial heavens. So, I'm going to present to you an awareness of the angelic hierarchy delivered and explained as celestial heavens. There are nine celestial heavens. So, let me start. Get right in it. I got my notes all ready. Let's go to where I want. All right, celestial heavens. I'm listing but cleaning so I can't get... Oh, you're fine. <laughs> the presence, your presence, anyone's presence here. Hearts are not really greatly important. Really, you know, these platforms, whether it's uh, Periscope or YouTube or Instagram or Anchor.fm, I love you all's acknowledgments that you enjoy the content. Hearts are nice on uh, Anchor. You can hit the claps. 
you know, on Instagram, you can hit the likes. But what I really appreciate is that you tune in at the time that's best for you, whether it's a replay or not, and that you're getting content that helps add value, comfort, confirmation, and clarity. So that's where the hearts are for me. Celestial heavens. Many consider that there's only one heaven, right? Well, in actuality, there's a kingdom of heaven. But this kingdom of heaven has three different spheres. Three different spheres. And each sphere has three heavens within it. Therefore, there are nine different celestial heavens. And each of them is the home to a choir of angels. So, there are nine heavens and nine different types of angels or celestial beings and light beings. I'm going to speak to the first heaven. It is the closest. It is the closest to the earth. And this heaven is part of the third sphere. And it is the home of the angels and guardian angels. These angels divide due to their duties which I've talked a lot about, guardian angels, archangels. I just did part one talking about the guardian angels for every single month of the year, and I shared with you their duties. There's an angel of water, and there's an angel of love, the angel of prosperity, so, so much more. You understand, angels of healing, of compassion, of patience, of joy. Their assignments are what they do to support us. The second heaven is in the third sphere, closer to the earth. This heaven is the home of the archangels. So for those that can view me, um, but if you can't and you're listening to podcasts, if you have a piece of paper and... Uh, you know, I guess put a line across the paper from left to right. You have the first heaven. Then above that, you have the second heaven. And keep making lines all up until you have nine, okay? So within the first sphere, though, or the third sphere, sorry. So from top to bottom, it's first, second, and third sphere. But from bottom all the way up within the Third sphere, you have the first heaven, which is where the angels and guardian angels preside. Then you have in the second heaven, within the third sphere, the archangels. And they are higher than the angels of the first heaven. The archangels are the chiefs and the lower groups of, of uh, angels, making sure that each one of them is respecting their duties. So, hold on a second. Yes, the archangels are the chiefs and the low, of the lower groups of angels. So the archangels are the chiefs over angels and guardian angels. The third heaven, the highest heaven of the third sphere, it is the home of principalities. The principalities are angels which rule over nations and groups of people or institutions, just like the angels and the archangels. The principalities also travel to earth and interact with human beings. Uh-oh. I'll have to put in my plug. One moment. Thank you for those that are listening on all platforms. I appreciate you tuning in to Chakra Wanda Angelic Healer. I need to give some juice to my device that I'm recording with uh, Periscope. Give me a moment. All right. Thank you for that technical break. All right. Can't have us shutting down in the middle of the broadcast. All right. Now I want to talk about the fourth heaven. It is the lowest heaven of the second sphere, and it is the home 
of the powers. They are the divine warriors and the guardians of the gates of heaven. They are true guardians. Every move inside and outside the heaven's gate. Oh, they supervise every move inside and outside the heaven's gates. The fifth heaven is the middle heaven of the second sphere. And here are living the virtues. They are the creators of miracles. And they are the most powerful of all the other choirs of angels. The virtues can create anything. They are also amazing healers. The sixth heaven is the highest heaven of the second sphere and is the home of dominions. The dominions are the governors of heaven. They supervise and regulate the responsibilities and duties of the lower angel choirs. And then we come into the first sphere. The lowest heaven of the, this is the seventh heaven, the lowest heaven of the first sphere. The first sphere is the closest to God. So again, those that are visual, um, going from the bottom all the way up, you go from first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, and that uh, first sphere is right there at the top. And this is the seventh heaven, which is the uh, lowest heaven of the first sphere. The first sphere is the closest to God. These angels never travel to earth. They have their own duties in heaven. The inhabitants of the seventh heaven are the thrones. Their main focus are justice and authority. The eighth heaven, the middle heaven of the first sphere, home of the cherubs or cherubims. These angels are even closer to God than the thrones, and they are guardians of God and his throne, and they are also the guardians of the Garden of Eden. And then the ninth heaven, the closest heaven to God, here are the seraphim. They are the closest angels um, ever to get to God, being the celestial caretakers of God. They continuously praise God with prayers and heavenly songs. In conclusion, the kingdom of heaven has a complex hierarchy of celestial heavens. Each heaven contains a specific choir of angels, and each of these angels have their own specific duties. I want to close out just again with, again, it's a beautiful awareness of the creator, of you being a beautiful creation of the Creator, and that you have been provided with support from the angelic realm created by this beautiful Creator. This, this idea and understanding has been written since the beginning of time in many different uh, spiritual texts. One text being the sacred text of the Bible and there's a Psalm 9111 that you can refer to Psalm 9111 states that he shall um, give charge of the angels to support us in all that we do um, there's also one that I really like and it is written in the Geneva Bible and it talks about, let me go back to that one. Hold on. It talks about God has not appointed one angel to every man, but many to be ministers of his providence, which is the way to walk in and walk with God. So the second portion of this is helping you to understand how to work with your guardian angels. So give me a moment to go to my notes on that. And this is actually an article I'm taking some excerpts from. And it is uh, on a site called wearehumanangels.org. And... 
This article really is about creating abundance and prosperity with the help of your angels. But I am taking excerpts from it to present to you in general how to um, how to engage the help of your guardian angels. Hi, Mother Clock. Thanks for coming in. So, Mother Clock on the replay, uh, I did the hierarchy already and uh, of the first part of this, this broadcast. Now I am uh, talking with you about how to work with your angels. I'm coming from an article that I'm looking at on the site called wearehumanangels.org. And it talks about creating abundance and prosperity with the help of the angels. But I want to come from a space of talking to you about just engaging the help of the angels that have been assigned to us. So I'm going to not talk about, you're welcome, not just talk about creating abundance and prosperity, but just the support, okay, in general. Because there's some really powerful questions of reflection in here as it relates to are are you open? Are you ready? Are you preparing and allowing the help to come into your life? God and the angels want to support you. They know that it's your divine right as a child of God to receive the support that you need. When you receive this support, you experience an overwhelming fullness of abundance and prosperity. This can encompass love, fulfilling relationships, meaningful work, and yes, financial abundance. When you experience the support from the divine, you experience the beauty of thriving and success. Get ready to invoke, to allow and ask for that support. Prayer is an invocation, okay? Prayer to the Holy Spirit and giving thanks for the support that's already in place. Are you ready to receive and enjoy? How can you help yourself? How can you help yourself to allow this support that's already been assigned to you? I'm going to stop here for a moment. Just in, just envision, all right? When you emerge from your mother's womb, first of all, let's go back to the womb. That's what Spirit is saying. You rested, you nestled in the quietness in your mother's womb. And there you were taken care of in such a sacred way. The beauty of God's love. You in the amniotic fluid. Listening to the heartbeat of your mother. That heartbeat began from just a word spoken from the Holy Spirit. In creation of your mother and your mother's mother, your ancestors, from the beginning of time, original breath that now breathes you. You're in your mother's womb. There's a sacred quietness. You are protected and you trusted. There was no thought that you needed to have. You just understood in the most profound way that you were cared for. Then, as the process began for you to emerge from your mother's womb, when you were delivered into the world, not only were you surrounded by the physicians, the divine physicians, you were not alone just with physical being, human beings in the delivery room. There's an angelic delivery team that was there. Yes. If you could see that in your mind's eye. Divine guardian angels assigned to you, knew you were coming, following you in your life. 
before the angels can help you in all aspects of your life, you need to help yourself. Your first step is to take responsibility for your thoughts and beliefs. What if your womb space was not conducive to joy but fear? You know, that's a great question. That's a great question. What if your womb space was conducive not to joy but covered with fear? You have these guardian angels that when you become aware of this in your waking days, in your maturity, no matter what is going on on the outside of your life, the availability for faith and joy is still there. And when you begin to whisper, when you begin to listen to the whispers of the heart or, or God brings to you on the outside of your life through earth angels, through the love of others, then you began to grow and become aware of the love that's available. My mother was only 16, and I feel like the fear seeped into my being. And so as you have come to uh, an awareness of what that is, you have the opportunity now to move forward with a newer perspective and a newer awareness because of the help of the angels that support you. How can you help yourself? Here are some questions to contemplate. Do I really believe in joy, that I can have joy, that I can have abundance in joy, prosperity? Can I believe that there's more than enough? Do I believe that there's enough love for me, no matter what the situation is that I have been born out of? Another question, do I, really, do I really believe that God will provide me the opportunities to experience an abundance of love? There's that question. There's a, someone that, there's my sister friend here on Periscope that says, Yes, your teaching and the full support of my angels have been my saving grace. So here's, I want to say, I'm blessed to receive that acknowledgement, but at a higher level, you guys, God loves us so much to be able to provide to us in the time that we need, whether it's to each of us as teachers, sharing, opening up our gifts. That's the love of God. Your heart called for clarity. Your heart called for comfort. Your heart called for um, confirmation. And how it comes is because of God's direction in that. We are just vessels of that. How can we help ourselves? Another question to ask ourselves. Am I worthy and deserving of receiving abundance, prosperity? Am I worthy of receiving love? Am I worthy of receiving the experience of that divine mate? Am I worthy of having a prosperous life as I become older? Those are questions we ask ourselves. How can you help yourself? Here's another question to think. Do I believe I can change my situation. Do I believe my situation can change? So let me recap. Before the angels can help you in all aspects of your life, we need to help ourselves. Asking questions. Number one, do I really believe in what I desire to have? More love, more peace, more harmony. Do I believe I can have a loving companion relationship? Do I believe that I can have abundance and prosperity? Whatever it is that you're desiring, do you believe? Do you really believe that God will provide you 
with what you desire. Opportunities to experience an abundance of love, of happiness, of joy, of fulfillment and prosperity. Am I worthy and deserving of receiving abundance and prosperity? Ain self wisdom. Welcome. Welcome. I was doing some studies not too long ago and I saw that term, Ain self. I think it means inner spirit, Ain self. Am I worthy and deserving of receiving abundance and prosperity? Do I believe I can change my situation? So those are questions to ponder when it comes to taking the steps to open up to helping yourself. If you can't answer yes to these questions, then you need to change your thoughts about this idea of more joy or of joy, of peace, of abundance, of prosperity. Remember, your thoughts create your reality. So in order for you to receive what you want, you need to believe and affirm that it's possible. Let me stop there for a moment because what Spirit says to me is, you know, I want to believe it, but I still feel caught maybe in the cycle of unbelief. I still feel the pain. Like, I want to believe that I can have my divine mate in this life experience to journey with me. But I still feel pain from previous relationships. I still have memories of thoughts that cycle. Well, there's the angelic realm. There's the angels that can help you in any of those areas. But we have to help help ourselves. I know one of the ways that I help myself is, um, you know, anything that you ask for help of, it does show up. I remember working with an area of pain of the heart. And spirit brought to my attention uh, a couple of spiritual teachers. And I started studying Thich Nhat Hanh. He's a Buddhist um, priest. Tick not Hun. Anyway, he has one of his he he hit lots of writing, lots of books. But one of his books talked about um, seeing pain as a child, seeing different levels of pain within ourselves as little children. So from the higher self, seeing when you have a pain ache of the heart, right? Just giving you a scenario, and that comes up in you. See it as a child. So we could sit in the pain and just it pulsates out and looks for something else to soothe the pain. But instead, recognize the pain. See it as a little child that has come up to you. You're sitting down. You see the pain. You feel the pain, but you see it as a child coming up to you, looking in your eyes and saying, I need you. Right? The higher self. I need you. I need the attention of you. And you know that if you were, for example, driving down the street and you saw a child run out in to the street, maybe as you were driving, your mind was in that cycle repeating of what you don't feel good about. But that child ran out in the street. You know you would stop. You would do everything to help that child. So that's a scenario. That is a way that... I've learned how to work with healing within myself. And my angels have made me aware. You have to find um, something to identify with. That's just one of the ways that I could share with you. Hi. And I'll try to find that book because it really is deeply reflective in helping to heal yourself. It's seeing your pains as a child. And working from your higher self, given the opportunity from the highest part of you that is always connected and in tune with, with God, with your angels, to do that self-healing. So in order for you to receive what you want, you need to believe and affirm that it's possible. As you do this, you naturally attract and magnetize to you the opportunities to create and experience the manifestation of what it is that you desire. If you are challenged with recognizing your limited 
beliefs, or thoughts, ask the angels to help you. Ask them to help you heal and transform anything blocking your flow of what it is that you want to experience. Infused in the information that I'm sharing with you requires you to do the work. You may have to take one element at a time. You may have to be aware of just working with one of your guardian angels. Maybe you're one that don't, you know, relate to the idea of angels. Maybe you see it as a separate thing. Maybe you feel like shouldn't be interacting with anything outside of God. That's all of that is fine. As I said, angels are the essence and the eminence of God. So you're wanting to work on a pain of the heart. Do the work to call upon the essence of God that heals the heart, maybe in a specific way. Heart pain for love relationship. But do the work. See it as writing a letter to God about that situation. Spending time on a consistent basis. Dedicating time, five minutes of meditation and prayer, of getting quiet. Because you're actually using your mind, your thoughts, the opposite way if you're not using it in an intentional way. Here's what I mean. You stay in the longing of wanting something. So your mind and thought is just meditating on that over and again. You're tossing and turning. How do you move from that? Get into a dedicated space. Write it all out. Write a letter. Holy Spirit, I still have an achiness and pain in my heart of not having a companion. And I desire to have a companion. And the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you, are you ready? Have you done the work? Can I get my angels or can I get to you this companion? You may discover that you still have blocks, that you have blocks. You have to accept maybe you have blocks about the idea of companionship. The blocks could be fear from old relationships. That as soon as you meet someone new, there's triggers in their behavior. There's behavior that they have that's triggers, that triggers you. You go back and then you're doing the same cycle. So you got to do the work. You got to do the work. If you are challenged with recognizing your limiting beliefs and thoughts, that's a work in itself. What limiting beliefs and thoughts do you have? Ask God, ask angels to help you with them. Now, here's some affirmations to consider. And you can create your own. These affirmations can help you transform your thoughts to create your true desire. One. I am worthy and deserving, and I accept love. I accept the idea that I can have. You fill, you fill in the blank. I am worthy and deserving. You could say the word, I am worthy, but do you feel it? Another affirmation. I believe that there is more than enough in God's universe. Perhaps it's the area of finances that you that you struggle with. Do you believe there's enough? You can make the statement and say I believe, but do you really feel? Do you what is what does believing feel like for you? Another affirmation, God loves me and takes care of me, and I'm grateful that all my needs are met and more. Say, for instance, you have something that is very challenging right now. You don't see how, you don't feel, and you don't see a solution for it. Are you able to shift your mind off of what you don't see happening to what is already present? 
Are you getting in your car and saying, oh my God, I'm so thankful for this transportation. I'm thankful for the gas, the money for the gas that I have. You put the key in the door. I'm thankful for my home space. I'm thankful for the comfortable bed. I'm thankful for my roommate if you have one. You know, how much time do you spend in the gratitude Reason being, it raises the energy and the vibration of the mind to feel like you're floating in overwhelming prosperity, everything. How much time do we spend in feeling the abundance, the prosperity, feeling as if you have more than enough? Another affirmation. The angels continuously show me the endless opportunities to experience what I desire. Recognizing divine communication, divine signs. It's one thing to hear about this information. It's another thing to really live it and to really see Another affirmation. The channels of abundance are now open and the gifts of love, fulfillment, joy, happiness, and prosperity flow easily into my life. Another affirmation. An abundance of love, an abundance of money, an abundance of wealth consistently flow into my life. And another affirmation, I am blessed with the riches of life and I love to share with others. Sharing your abundance, your abundance of, of uh, joy, your abundance of, of what gives you joy or encouraging another friend, uh, being available for a phone call, not one to participate in, oh, woe is me, I don't know how this is going to happen, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. It just speaks of fear. It just speaks of fear and it brings more fear to you. All of that is a muscle that you have to exercise. I would say to anyone, if you are in challenge right now with anything, first step, can you reflect and remember how you felt when your last prayer was answered? What was your last prayer? If you have something challenging going on right now, what was the last prayer that you prayed and was answered? Get back into the energy of how that felt. Oh my God. Oh, my God. I'll give you an example. A year ago, it'll be a year in February, where I realized it was time to make a shift in my business location. Okay? It doesn't matter all the dynamics that was going on, and that's the other thing. When things start to shift, you have to move up from the from the... Um, materialistic plane of seeing things to the higher plane of what the message is really all about. Because we get dragged in at this level so much and caught in. So all of a sudden things change and your comfort zone is disrupted. You have to be able to navigate yourself and say, ooh, what does this mean for me? What am I to know about this? You have to breathe through it you know, you have to pray with it and say, okay, I see something happening. What does this mean for me? What do I need to know? You got to keep bringing yourself back into center. Keep bringing yourself back into center. And I knew it was time to make a change to physical location. The moment I spoke it out of my mouth, I think it's time for me to change. Coming from a place of calmness, of clarity, and trust, not knowing where I was going to go but not in worry. Just staying right here in the moment. You, when you, you, in order to stay in the moment of things and have hope, you, it's, it's a practice. You have to go back to remembering the last prayer that was answered. 
The moment I spoke it out, I felt like all parts of me were in agreement that it was time to move. I walk into my salon suite that day, the day that I said, it's time for me to make a move. And in my chair was one of my clients who owns her own salon. And I said, whoa. I felt the nudge of spirit. I said, whoa, you have a salon, right? She said, yes. She reminded me about her salon. I was in the salon the next day, checking it out. I had asked her while she was in the chair, does the salon have light and windows? She just smiled. I was there the next day to check the salon out. And she gave me a tour, and the last suite she showed me was the suite that I'm in now. And I was transferred over there in two weeks. But that's not the end of the story. I was still going back to the old salon with my colleagues to get my hair done. The second time I went to visit, they said, Miss Wanda, we have to leave in two weeks because the property management wanted to take the space back. I was like, whoa, thank you, spirit. I didn't have to turn on a dime. I didn't have to rush in two weeks and try to find a new place. Provision was made. And that's just one story. You have stories. You have many of them where your angels, the divine, the Holy Spirit was already working in your on your behalf. Take inventory. Go into the new year. Write out on Tomorrow, start writing out from the last prayers that were answered. Get your journal together. Write it out so you can see it for yourself. Go from the last prayer that was answered, each one, and then get in the feeling nature of how it felt when those prayers was answered, and then pray for the new thing from that energy space. As you transform your belief system and you focus on what you desire, you open the gates of manifestation so that the angels can help you. Together, you create opportunities, mother clock, okay? You create opportunities, attracting everything you need so you can experience the gifts that you desire. How the angels can help you. When you transform your old beliefs into positive intentions, you set things into motion. And this is what Spirit gave to me over the last several months. If you could visualize this, every thought has an energy. Every feeling has an energy, right? So, when you transform your old beliefs, into positive intentions, you set things in motion. Every thought. Now, you have a force field. You have a field around. We have a field around us. This is what the angels said to me. And your negative thoughts cause a barrier, cause that field to be hard like a brick wall. And your angelic teams, they cannot penetrate that because of the negative doubt things that we're speaking, you understand? But when you start to change your belief and thought and the way you're speaking and what you're marinating on, your th it starts to soften that barrier. And then they can permeate it with what they're sending to us to support. Yeah. You have initiated a powerful energy where the angels can help you co-create and manifest your new desires. Your next step is to ask the angels for what you need and then trust they are working behind the scenes to help you. Whether you believe in angels or not. Write. For me, the process is of writing. The process is of writing. Let me show you what I mean.
for me, I work with my guardian angels, uh, my angelic teens, by way of letters. And I actually keep a letter of what it is that I'm really working with in my purse. But I write a letter to Holy Spirit first. This is my process. I write a letter of thanksgiving for the support that has been assigned to me. And I'll read you my letter. And then I write a letter. I understand, I've done the research to understand the, the specific guardian angels for every area uh, for my life and additional angels for specific things that I would like support with. This is my letter and sometimes you can, you can tweak your letter. So I always ask and give thanks to Creator first. And this is my letter. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your ever readiness to help me in this life and provide for me in all areas. I am grateful for the angels you have assigned to me according to Psalms 91.11. I commit myself moving forward to dedicate more loving devotion time in your presence through prayer and meditation, through submission, so just listening, well, through submitting my prayer, and then to listening through meditation. Uh, I desire that my gifts, passions, and talents be the primary avenue of my provision to support my life of freedom living here in this earthly di di dimension. May all that I do become added value to those like-minded spiritual beings via any and all avenues and doors. Thank you for lifting the gateways, creating the bridges, and expanding my territory beyond my own expectations. I am ready to accept, to allow, and to receive the support from the, the angelic uh, team you have assigned to me. And then I have a, a letter for each of the areas of life. And um, that's my process that keeps me genuinely with heartfelt connection. And I know and leave it there. How can the angels help you? Here are some examples. The angels can connect with you, the people you need to meet. For example, clients, customers, boss, investor, referrals, someone to help you find your new uh, place that you're going to live. The angels can provide you with the resources you need to fulfill your desires. Financing, time, supplies, education, location. The angels can present you with unexpected opportunities that will allow you to manifest prosperity. Example, a new job, finding or find or money, funding or money showing up, a learning opportunity to create future abundance and investment opportunity. The angels can provide you with the people who can help you. Accountant, financial advisor, teacher, counselor, or any expert you need to accomplish your desire. You all that are listening may recognize how things have shown up for you from the list of things that I've shared. That's the divine working on your behalf, your angelic teams working on your behalf. These are just some of the examples of how the angels can help you create what you want. And think about your own personal life and ask yourself, how can the angels help me with what I need right now? Share your desires with the angels and imagine what it would feel like to have a team working behind the scenes, helping you along your journey. Getting quiet and getting clear. Resisting anxious thoughts and anxieties. Writing down what you would prefer to experience. 
meditating on that experience. Your choice is to struggle in it alone or call on the support of the angels so you can experience grace and ease in your life. Which do you choose? You can create your own affirmations about what you prefer. I feel anxiety about this idea or I don't see a solution. How can I be at peace? Start to write. I choose peace. I choose clarity. I trust in a solution for what it is that I need. I'm excited to see a solution show up for me. Angels, let's see, what else do we need? All right. I think that's pretty much um, all that um, I'm needing to share at this time. I do appreciate each and every one of you tuning in live and replay viewers. My name is Chakra Wanda, and I do provide support services to help people to understand uh, their dynamic energy makeup, also to understand the guardian angels assigned to your life. The combination of those services can help you move forward in the next level of your living. If you want to understand more clearly about the services that I offer and you prefer to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation about it, reach out to me at chakrawanda at gmail.com. I am on all the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, at Chakrawanda Angelic Healer. And uh, you can listen to my podcast at anchor.fm slash angelic journeys. Thank you so much for uh, being here with your presence. Send me some messages. I'd love to hear from you, an email, how I can help you moving forward in 2019. You'll be hearing from me again. Uh, my angels have been working with me to do things in advance, so I'm trying to make sure I get my ducks in a row and getting information out there before the day starts for any daily uh, angelic messages. Um, I do have some information to share with you all about the month of uh, November, uh, January and what to expect as far as um, what's coming from uh, what's coming from. Uh, my broadcast. All right. You all a blessing. Take care.